Episode 15 of Viv and Dave's Adventures in Retirement is basically involves us um, having a weird day last day in Vancouver, uh, crossing the Pacific Ocean uh, and getting really disoriented with jet lag and as a consequence talking some kind of nonsense about time. We did think this is nonsense but to give you an example of what jet lag is like and travelling through time uh, and from the Canadian winter to the Australian hot summer and crossing the international dateline, the consequences of that is disorienting. Uh, So we've decided, what the hell, we'll let you hear this. Um, So remember, um, if you... (laughs) If you think this is interesting, if you think this is bizarre, you can have a listen to some of our other podcasts to see how we got here. Um, You can also have a catch up with us on our Instagram adventures in retirement. Uh, It would be really good, apparently, if you subscribe to this and make comments, um, preferably nice ones, uh, and share information about how to find our podcasts. And um, as I say, you'll f- this is about being disoriented largely. Um, hopefully we'll be a bit more compassmentous in future podcasts. Thank you. Our well, last day in Vancouver was a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, extreme. It was, because we have uh, got the, the bus... Uh, from Mount Pleasant into downtown. Unencumbered by our rucksacks because um, Anthony, our host, let us leave them in our little flat, which was nice. Yeah, we weren't flying out till sort of getting on for 10 o'clock mm. uh, that night, so we had a sort of a, a last day out in Vancouver. But the, yeah. the bus into downtown, uh, so we decided to go to Gastown, was a bit scary. We saw... So um, about four or five people, you know, down and outs, including someone who's clearly unconscious on uh, a bench. Mm-hmm. Um, and we thought, oh, we've seen things, scenes like this all over Europe and North America. It's a shame, but there it is. Yeah. yeah. And then the bus turned the corner into West Hastings Street uh, and we met Tent City. Yes, the whole of the, you know, blocks... About, along the pavements. About four blocks of it on both side. sides. Yeah. And tents, um, people in desperate situations. It was just shocking. Mm, it was. It? And there was a man on the bus who was telling the bus driver that only the week before someone had been found frozen to death. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of these... Tents, yeah, and we were walking around, we were seeing signs you know, with the names of people who died there. Um, it was just, it was, it was, yeah. it was horrible. It you know, brings you up short, doesn't it? Very to realise so. just the extent of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, far worse. I mean, we've seen homeless people in France, Germany, um, various cities in Canada, um, several cities in. Uh, the USA. Nothing no, like that. No, no. no. Um, really, I, since then we've seen homeless people in Australia, but more about that another time. 
it's just a shock. The world needs to get its act together. It really does. Mm. There's so much to unravel, though. I mean, when we talked to Cathy Mack about it later, she was saying one of the problems is a huge influx of cheap drugs. Mm-hmm. Another problem is the lack of housing and affordable housing for people. And another problem is their lack of money and jobs. And, you know, where do you and start home. Yes. And how do to you get unravel all that, yeah. you know? How do you get a job when you haven't got a home for them to write back to offer you a job? Yeah. etc. Yeah. Cathy yeah. was also saying that the, um, the authorities sort of stopped clearing the litter because they couldn't tell what was litter and what was people's you know, few possessions, mm. so which made the place look even worse. Yeah, so they're not doing the street cleaning anymore. Yes, just horrible. And then after that, we did a proper tourist thing, didn't we? We did. We went to Canada Place, which from the outside looks like a great big ship, doesn't it? There's all these kind of sails along it. Yes, Along yes, this it does. Building. Yeah. Yes, the signage wasn't very good. We walked very right oh. to the very end of it yeah. to see a sign saying, Come up here to see your show. Um, and it was all blocked off and we had to sort of all walk all the way back to the entrance. Yeah. Because we were going to see, what was it called? Flyover Canada. And tell me, well, don't tell me, I was there. Tell, <laughs> tell the listener what it was all about. <laughs> well, Slightly bizarrely, as we were going to be flying in real life that night, we decided to do this simulated flight over Canada. And we've done it before, you know, so we knew what it was, but it's fantastic, isn't it? It's a huge screen, sort of immersive, isn't it? Mm, You sit in these seats high up and it's like you're in this plane that's going over or a hang glider or something and the seats of move from side to side and forwards and back and, and you get sprayed with water when mm-hmm. they're going over the niagara falls That's and right. the watery yes. things yes. yeah but it was it was fantastic it was really sort of enthusiastic and you see you get over sort of uh, from the east to the west over you know niagara falls mm-hmm. past the uh, big tower in toronto it's a bit like the journey we've had really over the previous yeah. few weeks and we went um, over the okanaga wine uh, wineries yes yes that's a, yeah which as far as i can make out is a, a valley um in the rockies or between the rockies and some other hilly mountainy things mm. yeah and uh, we went over Saskatch- uh, saskatchewan which yeah. surprise surprise covered in snow there you go yeah yeah uh, and then over snow snow capped mountains and then down to vancouver and yeah. where we were, you could see yes, the building we went we were over, in. Yeah, went over the building we were in. Yeah, it was amazing. That was, glad we did that. That. Was, that was very much worth doing. And then we set off to the airport. The splendid Cathy Crowley McGuinness picked us up from our accommodation, took us to Vancouver International Airport, and uh, we found the sort of Fiji Airlines check-in place, and uh, we all had something to eat. Yeah, that was without incident and pleasant. Nice goodbye. Uh, Then we got on the plane. We hung around for a while. And we stayed on the plane. And then we stayed on the plane a bit more. And then we kept staying on the plane. It it set off, didn't it? And then came back. Yes, it left the um, whatever it's called where you get on it. And uh, sort of went out to the. 
runway and then went back. Yeah. And somebody said, the indicators are not working. Mm. At which point I thought, well, why don't you just go straight ahead? You don't have to turn right or left, but perhaps the indicators do something else on an aeroplane. I don't know. It was a surprise to me. No. Yeah. And then we waited for a while. Then it seems that the indicators are okay. And then we waited for a while longer. And then someone said, one of the engines doesn't work very well. And people are looking at that. And it was about two and a half hours late setting off. It was, yeah. It's just a bit stressful, mm. you know. Uh, when we finally got here, uh, Dennis and Bettina said that they tracked it a bit and it seemed to sort of fly around and around for a while. Um, and then set off. So mm. a bit worryingly, I think they were just checking that it worked with like loads of us on the plane in the air yeah Mm. yeah anyway it did work yeah so it was a very long flight because it was already going to be what 12 hours or or thereabouts yeah yeah and it was an extra couple of hours on top of that and the food didn't come that we wanted Uh, i i had to ask three times for a vegetarian meal yeah eventually got one Mm. Zorrible. Yeah. <laughs> was your meal any better? No. Mm. No. Can't remember what it was yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Did um, just before we landed in Fiji, did get a nice breakfast. Mm. And, um, and we got another nice breakfast. You know, about half an hour later, when we set off on the next plane, because uh, we were late getting to Fiji, but we didn't know how late we were because the little computer thing on the screen in front of us said. We should be arriving local time in Fiji at 8.45 or thereabouts. A.M. And yeah. uh, we knew that our flight was 8.15 a.m. out of Fiji. So we knew. We knew there was a problem. There was a problem there. So we asked, uh, the first person I asked said, don't worry about it, we'll be there on time. Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't convinced by that. And I asked somebody else and he said, oh, we'll just, uh, there'll be an announcement later. And there wasn't? No. And no. then we landed and said, you can all get off if you like. But there was no kind of like prioritising the people who've got to dash off for another aeroplane. Yeah. You and thought they would at least do that, yeah. didn't they? And then yeah. someone said, that computer in front of you, that's daylight saving time. So it's an hour earlier. So we've got 20 minutes yet to get on your other plane. Still not a great deal of time, but <laughs> no. at least it meant we hadn't missed it by half yes, an hour. Yes. So we sort of got out as quick as we could, queued up. To get on the next one. And somebody did say, somebody from the airport said, anyone going for Brisbane? Come here. So they rushed us through a bit and we had to sort of literally sprint across the uh, Fiji airport. In Naddy, I think we were. Yeah. And jump on another plane. It's a shame because I thought we'd, originally we were supposed to have three hours there. I thought we might see a little bit of Fiji. Yes, but it was the same well, when we went to Iceland. <laughs> and we said, oh, look, there's some, like, there's some black sand and... Mm. A snow-covered hill. And That's that Iceland. Iceland yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we got the second flight. That was okay. It was. The cabin crew were much more attentive. Mm. And it was a quite a nice yeah. short flight compared to the other one. Five yeah. hours, I think. Don't want to sound like a hobbit, but second breakfast wasn't as good as first <laughs> breakfast. We got a breakfast straight away on that one, didn't we? Yeah. But we finally, after 19 hours... Um, on aeroplanes and dashing through an airport, we got to Brisbane. 
Yeah, Dennis met us outside. It was great. It was yeah. a bit of a palaver, working out where he was and things, and our phone's not working again. Mm. Um, but we, you know, we decided we'll sort out Aussie phones as soon as possible. And it was just great to see Dennis again. Oh, yeah, because he's a college mate of yours, isn't he? Yes. Kirby College. Oh, well, yeah. both of us. Both of us, but yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. but yes, a splendid chap, Dennis, and he's here with... Um, Bettina and the kids. Yeah. <laughs> kids are both, we last saw them, they were little tiny cute kids and now they're both in their mid-twenties. Yeah. Or thereabouts. Annie and Kai. He has, uh, he's a partner in a small business delivering fruit and veg. And she's just graduated in criminology and law. Yeah. And has a job lined up. So, uh, we're going to enjoy our time in Brisbane. I'm quite sure of that. What follows is where the jet lag really kicks in and we get really confused and uh, well this is what jet lag, jet lag is like. So we think, you said it's half six in the morning. Well it's ten to seven. Ten to seven in the morning, yeah. So what time do you reckon it is where our girls are? Well, I think it's twelve hours. It's ten hours different. Before us. Yeah, so they're yesterday. They're last night. Yeah. So that's so like eight or nine o'clock. I think it's I think it's ten to nine where they are. Last night. Last night. Yeah. So there I go. Yeah. yeah. We're we're the we are the future. Our children are the past. But <laughs> yeah. And, so I've just, I've just been looking at I can get the scores from last night's World Cup matches, which haven't finished yet. In their world, but in but, but they're last night. These games were last night, right? Because they played it and the, there's the Friday games. Yeah, that's either they're playing for a very long time. Um. Which they're not. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're looking confused now. Is that because it's like not quite seven in the morning? No, no, it's not that. Um, I'm thinking, how does that stop? You could bet on the outcome of a match in England because you know it here. No, because I don't know it here because you, uh, Cameroon and Brazil are still nil nil. Oh, right. With five minutes to go in last night's match. Right. Okay, but when it's finished, it wouldn't have happened yet. No, with the classic well have done, because it'll be finished. <laughs> right, it's okay. It is a bit disorienting, isn't it? Yeah, and orienteering is where you can find your way, because you know where the sun is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Because it rises in the east. Yes. Does it do that here? Yes, it does. It does, because it, it, the world is round. <laughs> and the sun keeps going round it, you know. So it's different people. Because the sun is going towards the west always, right. from the east. Right. Okay. And uh, so, yes, it doesn't rise in England and then get to Australia and then go back. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works. 
No. no. But um, don't worry, Vivi. I've been watching Doctor Who since 1963, and I don't fully understand <laughs> this. Go on. You woke me up at four in the morning to ask for a cup of tea. Yeah, sorry. And I made you a cup of tea, mm. by which time you were asleep. Yeah. So, yes, I tried to... I thought, I'll listen to last night's Now show on BBC Radio 4. Yeah, good idea. But one of them said, said, this programme will be available shortly after it finishes. So it hadn't even been on. No, it hadn't even started <laughs> because it was so far into last night <laughs> that um, it was yesterday afternoon, I think. Yeah. So, um, actually, it probably was about to start, but it hadn't, so I didn't listen to it. Yeah. So, but with the world, I woke up early this morning and listened to it live on Saturday morning. Oh, the Friday night one. I listened to it live. But it is Saturday morning here, not there. No, no, because it was Saturday morning here. Yeah. And I listened to it live. Oh. At about six thirty there. Yeah, I thought you meant you listened to the live show, which is broadcast on a Saturday. Well, it was broadcast on a Saturday because. <laughs> It was, I think the term is narrowcast. It was broadbanded <laughs> on a Saturday from Friday. It was yeah. sent into the future. Because sometimes we listen to it on a Saturday, don't we? Because it's repeated. It is repeated, but if yeah, you want to listen, you can way. listen to the repeat probably um, sort of late tonight before you go to bed. You can listen to the lunchtime repeat tonight just yeah. before you go to bed. But with the World Cup. Yeah. Does everybody watch it at the same time, no matter where they are? It isn't on... It only happens, each game only happens once. You can watch it live. Yeah. The Socceroos have done well, and people will be watching them live at, like, three or four in the morning, either tomorrow or soon. Yeah, yeah. But it'll be happening, you know, Yeah. probably mm. early afternoon somewhere else. And, yeah, because there's been World Cups where we've watched them at six in the morning because that's when they're on. Or at, I, I, I remember you night. particularly like the Argentine one. Yeah. They, they, they kicked off just after the pubs closed and you'd had a few beers and enjoyed watching men run around in very, very short shorts. Oh, there were short shorts in the 70s. That was your favourite World Cup, wasn't it? <laughs> I like their kit. Generally, I like those downward stripes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh. And their short shorts. So did you hear the Now Show then? I did. The Then Show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You were really battered by the uh, jet lag, weren't you? Oh, a combination, I think, of jet lag and heat and length of time on the plane, which is supposed to be... I mean, on the plane, we crossed the international dateline. So 19 hours stretched from um, Monday to Wednesday. Yeah. We just, the day just disappeared. Yeah. Um, then we weren't sure whether we'd sort of gone forward 19 hours or back five hours um, and then we went from the Canadian winter to a gold coast summer <laughs> a bit of a storm when we arrived oh uh, yes it rained for rained, two days rained for two it? days yeah and which now, in a retrospect might not have been a bad thing because we couldn't really do much mm. in the rain so we rested but still after three days or no it's stiflingly hot um, I looked at the weather report and it's about 36 degrees 
today. Yeah, that, that's warm, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that's warmer than anybody yeah, needs. Yeah, I sort of went out just to Aldi to get us some shorts. Um, it was ridiculously hot. Uh, there's me, boy from Liverpool, Irish passport, living in Yorkshire, not really used to this sort of temperatures. Uh, I know, but you have to have your walks every day regardless, yes. don't you? Yes, Dennis said that uh, we might have to change the words of the Noel Coward song to Mad, Dog, Mad Dogs and I Irishmen. Yeah, <laughs> except you're only a person with an Irish passport. Come on now. And <laughs> um, that makes me an, a legal Irish person. <laughs> don't give me an identity crisis. He's called O'Neill and he can't get an Irish passport. I know, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? It's strange. Mm. Anyway, partly because of that and the heat and everything and the fact that we've been dashing around um, and that the lovely O'Neill said we can stay in this little flat they've got. I know, it's great, isn't yeah. it? It's an extension they've built. They built it for Bettina's mum mm. when she came to live with them, who's sadly no longer with us. Mm. But uh, it's a long room with a bed and uh, a table, a couple of chairs, a couch, little kitchen, a kitchen, a couch. Our own shower room and everything. Yeah, it's really nice. It's, and they said we could stay here as long as we like, just about. They're going off on the 15th of December for Christmas. So we decided we're going to have December in Brisbane. Yes, we were going to go and see people in Canberra, Sydney and Melbourne. Well, I thought we which, are going to see them. I was them. going to say, which we were going to see them there sort of in the middle of the month. But now we've decided to stay here for the rest of the month and then do more of our travels. Yes, that's right. So... Uh, we will report later on further adventures from Brisbane, which will include me getting up at silly o'clock in the morning to watch uh, the Socceroos yes. get beat by Argentina. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one or two other things which we'll keep you in suspense about. And we had a first today. Someone actually said, good day. <laughs> yes. First one. Yes. <laughs> oh, and I saw, I saw a wagon going past with Porter... Portable toilets on the back, and what did they say on the front of the of the of the truck? Dinkum dunnies. Oh well. 